<laughs> All right, so we're going to start on our backs in Shavasana tonight. So come on to your back. And just bring your right hand to your low belly and your left hand onto your heart. So legs are extended, feet are about mat width apart. And then just let your eyes close here. So close your eyes, find your breathing. Beginning to find your way inward into your body. Notice the mind, notice the breath. Notice what you may have brought in the room with you. I don't mean your physical belongings, but What did you bring in energetically? What thoughts? What emotions? What sensations in the body? From this space of noticing Bring your attention to your breath. So you continue to notice thoughts as they arise, sensations as they arise, emotions as they arise. But you stay anchored in your inhale and your exhale. Feel how the torso rises and falls naturally with the rhythm of your own breath. this steady current of inhale and exhale. How it pulses like the tidal rhythm. Of the ocean. Let the breath bring you inward into the rich ocean of your inner space. your authentic self. The space within that exists without title, without occupation, and without preoccupations. Breathe into that space.
And as you breathe into this inner space, cultivate your sankalp. Sankalp is a positive word or a healing phrase. So, for example, maybe choosing the word love can be any word that holds a high vibration for you. Or plugging that word into the phrase, I am an expression of divine, and then fill in the blank with your word. So an expression of divine peace or love or strength or whatever resonates with you. Stating that word or that phrase three times internally, and as you strike that word or phrase, feel how each cell and each thought begins to tune itself to that vibration, that positive vibration. The great teacher, the Buddha, taught that what we think is what we become. And our practice of sankalp helps us to shape the thoughts, to shape our intention so that we become that higher vibration, so that we realize the potential so that we can become who we already are. On your next inhale, reach your arms up and over your head. Keep reaching, 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 and start to reach your toes toward the front of the room. Wall-to-wall -wall stretch. Think about growing long from the sides of your body. So find the length in the sides of your body. It'll be subtle. Draw the chin slightly toward the throat and reach the tailbone slightly toward your heels. Good. One more inhale here. And then exhale. Gently draw your right knee in toward the chest. You're going to take the hands, wrap them around that leg, and just gently guide the knee toward the right elbow, or excuse me, right armpit. So right knee toward right armpit. And just breathing into your right hip here. Remember that yoga is a space where we can let go of our agendas. So not trying to really get anywhere in the pose, just allowing yourself to feel what arises when your body takes this shape in this pose. Good. Now slide the hands behind the thigh bone of that right leg. So interlace your hands around the thigh bone. And then take the heel of the right foot up toward the ceiling. Notice how that thigh bone starts to press into the hands. Keep pressing the thigh bone into your interlaced hands. And as the thigh bone presses into your interlaced hands, you're going to feel how your arms get pulled straight. Let that happen. Let your collarbone soften and drive your right heel a little bit more toward the ceiling so the toes start to pull back toward the shin. 
See if you can do all of this and at the same time soften your tailbone. Tailbone soft. Keep pressing thigh bone into hands and just change the right foot by pointing the toes. You'll feel an opening across the front of the foot, maybe into the shin. Breathe here. Let your shoulder blades relax. And then alternate a couple of times between the heel pressing to the ceiling and then the toes pointing. Keep pressing thigh bone firmly into your interlaced hands. The leg might find a little bit of a quiver or a shake to it, and that's okay if that's happening naturally for you. And then go ahead and draw that right knee again toward the right armpit. So just release and pull the knee toward the armpit. Good, so you're gonna keep your left hand connected to that right leg and just take your right arm out to the right so it reaches onto the floor. And then use your left hand, whatever grip is comfortable, to pull your right leg across the body so you're coming into a twist. Good, so the chin might end up turning to the right. It's funny when memories surface, I just had the memory of the first time I experienced this twist. I couldn't believe that moving your body in this simple way had such a profound and delicious effect on the spine. Sometimes it's the most simple poses that bring the most realization. So as you breathe here, notice how your ribs expand on the inhale and they soften on your exhale. and then just gently come back to the center. Place your right foot on the floor. Extend the right foot down to meet the left. Reach your arms over your head and find the wall-to-wall -wall stretch. Toes reaching forward, arms reaching overhead. Find the length from the sides of your body. Tailbone pulls to the heels and chin gently draws toward the chest. One more inhale, exhale, draw your left knee in. Hook the hands around the leg, however is comfortable. Guide the left knee toward the left armpit. So you're kind of skipping past the ribs, good. Notice what you feel in your body. Can you let your shoulder blades go heavy, let them drop toward the earth even if they're not touching? You use the weight of the arms more than any muscular pull to let this happen. Let the pose happen. One more full breath. And then go ahead and slip the hands around behind the thigh bone now. Interlace the fingers around the thigh. Start to press the thigh into the hands, take the heel to the ceiling. So left heel to the ceiling, left thigh pressing into your interlaced hands, beautiful. Keep driving up through the heels so the toes start to pull toward the shin gently. Soften the space between your two collarbones and let your tailbone drop. So you have action in the left leg, but the parts of the body that don't need to be active, tailbone, 
collarbones, those spaces can start to soften, like over your jaw, your tongue. So this is a yin-yang practice, and this is one of those poses that combines the yin and the yang. So we have the yang, the active, happening in the left leg, and the yin, the receptive, happening in other spaces in the body. Now gently point the toes of that left foot. Keep the action of the thigh bone pressing into the hands. Your body's going to forget about it, so you have to remind it. Mindfulness. Pointing, pointing, pointing. And then gently alternate between the heel and the point just a few times. Simple, subtle movement with profound results. Good. Just gently release and draw that left knee toward the left armpit once again. Just keeping your right hand connected to the leg. Take your left arm out to the left. Use your right hand to pull that left knee across the body. Your grip on the leg should be comfortable. If it's not, adjust it. And then chin gently rotates to the left. So your spine and your hip is going to decide how deep the twist is today. So don't go beyond your body's wisdom. Maybe a deep twist is the perfect thing today. Maybe staying a little bit back from your depth is the perfect thing. Your body will let you know. Let your eyes close. That's part of the yin nature of the posture. full breath into your ribs, feel them expand and release, and then gently bring it up to the center, good, bring that left foot down to the floor, and then slide the leg out so the legs are outstretched, inhale, reach the arms overhead, toes to the front of the room, wall to wall stretch. Exhale, just let the hands float down by your sides now so you can bring them down by your sides. And then bend one knee at a time and place your heels flat to the floor so they're aligned under your knees. So feet flat to the floor, heels under your knees. And just a little bit of space between your feet. And then ever so slightly turn your big toes in a little toward each other. Just a little bit, nothing extreme. Good. And now press so much into your feet that your hips start to lift slowly from the floor. Bring your hips up as high as you can comfortably, again, consulting your body's intelligence to know how far to go. And then once your hips are to a comfortable height for you, you're going to start to dig those heels into the earth so much that you feel your shins start to move forward maybe a millimeter or two, very small increment of movement. Good. Soften your toes. Plug the big toe uh, ball mound down into the floor. So the very base knuckle of your big toe. Good. 
So where the big toe connects to the foot, that portion is pressing down. Beautiful. Ever so slightly draw the chin away from the throat, just slightly. One more inhale here as you exhale, gently come down one vertebra at a time. Feel the spine connect to the floor. Once your hips are on the earth, deep breath in through your nose. Exhale it out through your mouth. Ha. Good. So we're going to go again. Press your feet down. Slowly come up one vertebra at a time. Once your hips are to a comfortable height, dig your heels into the earth a little bit. You'll feel your shins move forward just a tiny bit. Really drawing the hips toward the ceiling. Tailbone starts to point toward the heels a little bit. Even though your hips are lifting up, tailbone pulls toward the heels a little. Press into the ball mound of the big toe. Good. Stay balanced with the feet even. So you can stay right here or maybe this time inhale. Take your arms up and overhead. Good. Now if your arms are up and overhead, test the water. See if it's comfortable to lift your heels off of the floor. Heels off of the floor. If you're still comfortable, start to lower down one vertebra at a time. Otherwise, you can bring the heels down first, the arms down, and then come down one vertebra at a time. Good. So once your hips land, let your heels land, and then take your arms up toward the ceiling and then down by your sides. Deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Ha. Good. One more time. Press into your feet and come up one vertebra at a time. Dig into the heels a little. Maybe take the arms up and overhead. Breathe here. Maybe lifting the heels. And then your choice, coming down one vertebra at a time. Maybe keep the heels and arms lifted. Once your hips meet the floor, let the heels go. And then slowly float the arms up and then down by your sides. Deep breath in through the nose. Exhale it through the mouth. Ha. Good. Gently roll to your right side. Roll to your right side, press into your hands to come up to seated. Just find simple crossed legs. Inhale, reach both arms up. Exhale, gently start to twist to your right. So twist to your right. Let your left hand come to the floor, excuse me, your right hand come to the floor behind you and let your left hand cross over onto the right thigh bone. You can either have palm flat or back of the wrist to the thigh bone. 
Pause here. Let your tailbone get heavy and lift through your heart and crown. Inhale. As you exhale, twist from the base of your spine gently to your right. Open your collarbones. Let the legs be heavy. Let the tail be heavy. Breathing into your twist. So feel free to stay here. Or on your inhale, take your right arm, the back arm, toward the ceiling. As you exhale, you're going to dip your left shoulder toward your left thigh bone, letting that right arm travel out and over the right ear. And then gently twist your ribs open toward the ceiling, maybe turning the chin toward the ceiling. Breathing. Press into the feet to come up. Bring that right hand to the floor behind you once again. Inhale, tailbone drops and crown rises. Exhale, twist from the base gently to the right. Open your collarbones. Inhale, come through the center. Reach both arms up. Exhale, gently twist to your left. Left hand to the floor behind you. Right hand to the left leg, either palm to knee or back of the wrist to the thigh bone. Let the tail soften. Inhale, lift through the heart and the crown. Keep that lift as you exhale, twist from your base to the left. Breathing. Notice what you feel in your body. What happens when you press the arm a little more into the thigh and the backhand a little more into the floor? What happens when you pull the collarbones away from each other and soften your tail? Now stay here or inhale, left arm reaches up. If the left arm is up, exhale, dip your right shoulder toward your right thigh bone. Left arm travels out and over the left ear. Roll the ribs toward the ceiling and maybe look up. Breathe. Open your collarbones again. into the feet. Inhale, rise. Exhale, the left hand to the floor behind you. Inhale, lift through the heart. Tailbone and legs soft. Exhale, twist to the left and open your collarbones. Inhale, come to the center. Reach both arms up. Exhale, bring the palms together and down to your heart. Pause and breathe. So downward dog, find your way there in your own way. Gently pedal the heels, right heel drops, and then the left, alternating side to side a few times slowly. 
back to pressing both heels down evenly and then inhale take your right leg toward the ceiling inhale right leg reaches up on your exhale gently curl and round try to touch the nose to the knee knee to the nose inhale reach the right leg up and back press into your hands exhale curl and round again try to touch right knee to nose nose to knee inhale gently reach up and back exhale curl and round and this time bring the foot all the way through between your hands back knee comes to the floor release the toes of the back foot Press into both feet, inhale, rise, either hands to the thigh or reach both arms up. Exhale to touch the hands to the earth. We're going to bring the right knee to meet the left knee. Align the shoulders over the wrist for plank on the knees. And then as you exhale, keep your tail in the air. You're going to bring your chin and your chest to the floor. And then lower your belly down. Inhale, lift through your heart. Press into feet and hips, elbows in and back. One more inhale, soften the buttocks. Use the sides of your torso to stay lifted. And then exhale, lower down. Inhale, push to all fours. Downward dog on your exhale. Inhale your left leg to the ceiling. Exhale your left knee to your nose, nose to the knee. Inhale to reach the leg up and back. Exhale knee to the nose. Inhale reach it up and back. Exhale knee to the nose, foot comes through to the hand. Back knee lowers down. Press into your feet. Inhale, rise. Either hands to the front thigh or reach up. Exhale to touch the floor. Inhale to bring your left knee to meet your right knee. Finding plank on the knees. Lean out over the hands a bit. Exhale, knees, chin, chest pose. Inhale, belly and hips down. Lift your heart. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, your right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, knee to the nose. Inhale, reach it up and back. Exhale, knee to the nose. Inhale, reach up and back. Exhale, knee to the nose. Bring the foot to the hands. This time, back knee can come down or stay lifted. Inhale, slowly rise. Either hands to the thigh or reach both arms up. Good. Exhale, touch the floor. Inhale, step back to plank. Feel free to put your knees down if you'd like. Otherwise, straight legs. And then your choice, either knees, chin, chest, or chaturanga. 
So chaturanga is with the elbows at 90. Your knees can be off the floor or on the floor. And then go on down into your cobra. Breathe. And then exhale to your downward dog. Beautiful. Inhale your left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, knee to the nose. Inhale, reach it up and back. Exhale, knee to the nose. Inhale, reach up and back. Exhale, try to touch and bring the foot all the way through. Your choice, back knee can be on or off the earth. Inhale, rise and reach up. Use your feet, press into them for stability. Exhale to touch the floor. Inhale to step into your plank pose. Feel free to put your knees down if you'd like. Your choice, either knees, chin, chest, or chaturanga. Good. Inhaling into your low cobra, gentle on the spine. Exhaling into your downward dog. Inhale, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round, knee to the nose. Inhale, reach up and back. Exhale, knee to the nose. This time, go ahead and bring the foot through to the hands. On or off the earth with the back knee. Inhale, reach up. Come on up. Good. Press into your feet to find your stability. Exhale to touch the floor and move through your vinyasa in your own way. Take your time. Find what feels right within your own body. Good. Inhale, left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Try to touch. Inhale, reach up and back. Exhale to step through. Bring your back knee down if you like. And then inhale, rise and reach up. Good. Exhale to touch the floor. Travel through vinyasa, honoring your breath. Take your time. This is your process of discovery. Good. So you're going to take yourself through two more rounds on each side. Inhale the right leg to the ceiling. Exhale knee to nose. Inhale to reach it up and back. Exhale to step it through and continue. Moving and breathing on your own now. Totally fine if one of the poses escapes you. Just keep moving and breathing. So you're going to take a vinyasa now and then enjoy the left side. Good. Your feet are your stability. Really press them into the earth. 
interesting how we go most of our lives without being taught how to stand properly. We usually stand on our feet. We say, oh, I've been on my feet all day. We're not meant to stand on our feet. We're meant to stand in our feet. Really press into them. So one more time on the right. One more time on the left, just building a little bit of gentle heat in the body. all about your own timing. Maybe your body wants to pause somewhere and enjoy an extra breath. Notice what it feels like to guide yourself through yoga poses. This is how a home practice begins. You roll out your mat and you come to the mat and see what happens. See what happens. Maybe one pose, maybe ten poses. Maybe five minutes, maybe 10 minutes. Good, so downward dog and find your breath. Come to the knees, wrist under shoulders, knees under hips so that you're forming like a tabletop. Press as much as your, of your feet, shins, and hands as you can into the floor. Really push the floor away from you. Keep that stability in the arms and legs and draw your lower belly gently toward your spine. So just draw the lower belly toward the spine. Good. So keep that going. We call that Uddiyana Bandha, belly lock. And then on your next exhale, you're going to take cat pose. So press the center of your spine to the ceiling. Move your nose and your navel, or rather your tailbone, toward your navel. And then find cow posture. So you're going to drop the belly, lift the tail, pull the heart forward, and draw your chin up. Good. And then when you're ready, again, travel into your cat pose, curling and rounding everything into the navel. And then as you inhale, pull everything away from the navel. So as you move through these two postures, really press into your hands and your legs. And have that gentle awareness of pulling the lowest part of your belly toward your spine. Exhaling as you curl everything toward the navel. Inhaling as you pull everything away from the navel. Good. Maybe one more round through. And then walk your hands forward, one handprint. And find your way to downward facing dog. So walk the hands forward and then come up. Good.
And then bring your knees to the mat. Find child's pose. Take a little pause. Just a reminder that child's pose is always there in your practice. You don't have to wait to be told to go there. It's your body that's going to let you know when it's time to pause. And an intelligent practice does balance in the pauses. The pauses are a necessary part of integrating our practice. Good. Come to all fours, wrist under shoulders and knees under hips. Good. So this time, keeping your right knee bent at 90 degrees. Going to keep that bend in the knee and just lift the thigh bone parallel to the floor. Now push into the other three limbs so you're really pushing the floor away and spread the toes of your right foot. You can stay right there or move to the next stage or crama of the pose by reaching your left arm back. Just reach it straight back. And now find the intelligence again by pressing down through the two limbs that are still on the floor. And either stay here or you're going to catch the foot with the hand. So left hand to right foot. And if you've caught the foot, press the foot into the hand to gently draw the leg upward. Still pushing into the floor with your other two limbs. Spread the toes. And slowly release. Deep breath in. Exhale it out. Second side. So keep the left knee bent at 90 and bring the thigh parallel to the floor. Spread the toes, push the other three limbs into the mat. Stay here or move on to the next krama, reaching your right arm back. Push the two limbs that are on the floor into the floor. Stay here or catch the foot. If you've caught the foot, press foot into hand to draw the leg upward. Spread the toes, push the mat away. One more inhale, and then exhale to gently bring it down. Deep breath in. Exhale through the mouth. Walk your hands forward, one full handprint, and find your downward dog. And knees to the mat, find your child's pose, take a little rest. Make sure the forehead has somewhere to rest if you need to stack your hands under your head. And breathe here.
And so coming up to all fours, we're going to take our first yin posture from here, our first full yin hold. So you're going to bring your right knee forward for pigeon. And kind of kick the foot out toward the left edge of your mat. The knee travels toward the right edge of your mat so that your shin is kind of running at, for most people, it will be a 45-degree angle. And then start to slide your left leg back and away, making any adjustments that you need to to make the right knee happy. And then press into your hands and your feet and inhale, lift through the front of your armpits. Pause here. As you exhale, pull your right hip into the body. So front of the right hip pulls in. Press the feet down. Inhale, lift through the fronts of the armpits again. And then as you exhale, gently come to the forearms, bowing forward. You can keep the head neutral or let it drop or find a place to rest your forehead. Starting to really breathe into your right hip. Both knees should be happy. If they're not, let me know. I'll come by and offer some adjustments. Let your jaw soften. So the yin poses, what makes them yin is their restful nature, but also the length of time that we hold the pose. So our more active poses, we tend to stay in those a shorter amount of time because we get the effect much quicker because of their intensity or their yang nature. And our yin poses take a little longer to create the response in the body because we're trying to connect to the yin tissues. So the yin tissues are your connective tissues like tendon and the sheathing around your muscles and ligaments connective tissues that surround your organs and that are layered between the skin and the muscle. So as we get about a minute or so into the pose, you're going to notice that the sensations really start to change. And that's when we've stepped over into affecting our yin tissues. Our active yoga practice is great. It addresses the muscles in a wonderful way. But we also have to balance it with our yin practice so that we're addressing the yin tissues. Otherwise, we'll continue to have habitual stiffness and a sense of limited mobility. another minute and a half here, so I'm breathing full and deep.
So slowly walk your hands back. Inhaling to lift through your heart. And then press into your hands and find your way to all fours once again. Just pause there for a moment. Maybe take a few rounds of cat-cow just to release a little bit. It's completely normal to feel like you have to move slowly coming out of those poses. It's part of the yin nature of the posture. And then let's go ahead and take the second side. So you're going to draw your left knee toward the left edge of the mat and the foot over toward the right edge of the mat. And then just gently extending the right leg back. Walk your hands back. Inhale, lengthen, lifting front of the armpits and pressing into your feet. Exhale here to gently pull the front of your left hip into the body. Inhale to press both feet down and lift the armpits a little more. Exhale to gently come forward onto the forearms. Remember, you can always put a block or a bolster into the arms if the floor feels like it's a little bit far away today. Find your restful space. Allow yourself to be where you are. Just be where you are.
Soften your jaw, your tongue. Last few moments in the pose, deepening your breath. Slowly walk your hands back toward the body. Inhaling to lift through your heart. Exhaling this time, just kind of shift your weight onto your left hip. You're going to bring your right leg around in front. We're just going to find our way onto our backs. So just a really brief pause on our backs. So come onto your back. And just let your legs straighten, finding just a short shavasana here. Eyes closed, let your body get heavy right away, bones heavy. And then just bend your knees and place your feet flat to the floor. So we're going to do um, a sit-up from here. So first you're going to lift your hips and place your hands under your hips, palms face down. And then just sit on your arms. And then bring your knees in toward your chest. Lift your legs straight up. If you have any kind of low back issue, you're going to bend your knees and hook your ankles together. 
Either way, you're going to squeeze the legs into one another. Start to lower your legs toward the floor, and when they're about a foot off of the floor, you're going to press into your forearms, tuck your chin, and pop up to seated as your feet hit the ground. Doesn't have to be graceful. <laughs> Good. So once you're all the way up, we're going to take dragonfly pose. You're going to just open the legs into a V. And just let the legs relax. You want to pay a lot of attention to your inner knees here. If you're feeling a stretch as you come into the pose, or even right now, then you want to close the V down a little bit. So we don't want to overstretch the tissue of the inner knee. Okay, so when you feel ready, just fold forward. Keep your feet relaxed. Let your head drop. Finding your breath. We'll be here between three and four minutes. Letting go of the jaw, letting go of the tongue. Really letting gravity pull the bones of your body toward the earth. Just staying soft so gravity can do its work. of yin is letting it happen, whereas yang is about making it happen, and we need a balance between the two, where we have right action, but we also have a sense of surrender and ease as we move through life. Action and ease. Balance.
Now slowly press into your hands and gently keep the chin to the chest as you come up. Letting the chin be the last thing to lift. Pause and breathe. Take shoelace pose. So you're going to draw your left foot to the outer right hip and then cross your right leg up and over the left so that eventually you have your knees starting to stack one on top of the other. So always being mindful of what you're feeling in your joints. You might find that the right foot has to stay flat on the floor and then eventually, ideally, that foot's going to kind of roll so that you're on the outer edge of both feet. Might not happen today and that's fine, okay? So once you're where you feel you're settled, make sure you're not sitting on that uh, left heel. And then just touch the earth on either side of your hips and extend through your spine. Remember that your spine has two ends, so anytime you hear the instruction to extend your spine, you wanna draw up through the crown and down through your tail. And then you might end up staying right here. You may, may be feeling enough in your outer hips that you just want to chill here for a moment. When and if you feel ready, you can walk your hands forward and just start to bow over the legs. It's going to intensify as you fold in. So just use that intelligence of the body to know how far is right for you today. If you're having pain in a joint, like a knee or an ankle, let me know, we'll make some adjustments. The joint should ideally be free of sensation in your yoga poses. Again, the nature of yin is to let it happen, so let it happen, let the pose unfold. release the legs and just straighten them out in front of the body. Take your time. Maybe lean onto your hands and just 
Roll the feet a few times. Good. And we'll switch sides. So right leg under, left leg on top for shoelace, stacking the knees as much as possible. Remember the two sides of the body might look very similar, but your joints from side to side are put together differently. Even the bones, um, how they come together, the bones are shaped differently, so you might have more or less range of motion on one side. And just find a long spine, so hands resting to the floor. Extend the spine. Remember the tailbone goes down and the Crown rises. You almost want to feel like you're sliding the back of your head toward the ceiling. Notice what you feel in your hips. It might be appropriate to stay right here. It might be appropriate to fold forward. Again, the two sides might be different, so take your time. Stay with your breathing. Anything that comes up in the pose, whether it be a physical sensation, an emotional process, a thought process, whatever it is, it's coming up so that it can be cleaned out. Cleaned out of the mind, the emotions, or the body. So give it passage. Make way for it to come through and to release. We do that through our breath and through our mindfulness, just offering compassion to whatever is detoxifying from our system. The detoxing process is usually an uncomfortable one. well worth the discomfort as that beautiful release happens on the other side. A couple more deep breaths. slowly work your way up. Gently release the legs. 
Again, maybe extend the legs out in front and just roll the ankles a few times. And then let's come to all fours. We're going to take one more downward dog. We're going to do about 50% effort. So as you come up, keep your knees a little bent, your heels a little lifted. So you're not going all the way into your dog, just enough to reintegrate into your hips. And then gently come down and find your way onto your back for final Shavasana. feet at least mat width apart. This is about your nervous system, so feet at least mat width apart, maybe wider, and then take your arms far enough away from the body that your armpits are exposed, and turn your palms up to the ceiling. This reduces stimulation to your nervous system and helps encourage the relaxation response. Let your eyes close and make it a part of your practice to keep your eyes closed from here on out until our closing namaste. Bring your attention to your jaw. Notice your jaw and allow your jaw to soften. Jaw soft. Notice your tongue. Notice the tongue. And soften the root of your tongue. Let go of the tongue so the palate is exposed and spacious. Tongue soft. Notice your teeth. Notice the teeth. Let go of the roots of your teeth. Let the gums soften and melt. Teeth soft. Notice the front of your body. Feel the front of your body, including your face. Let the front of your body grow heavy. Front of the body drops into the back body.
rest.
beginning to deepen your breath. And bringing some gentle movement into your toes and your fingers. Finding your way to your right side, keeping your eyes closed. As you come to your right side, just pause there. Feeling how your practice has nurtured the mind, the body, and the emotions. into your hands to slowly come up to seated. And sound OM three times. Let's find our inhale. come together in front of the heart, acknowledging your efforts for stepping onto the mat today, realizing the light of your practice is expanding throughout, beyond your own life and into the world, as you show up more present, more loving, more compassionate. Thank you so much for joining me. Namaste.